Why are you guys not getting it? it yeah, it makes sense. Daylight savings time is like falling mustard. Just um, look it up. Just, just learn, learn the lesson. You're now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello. My name is Crofton Steers, and I welcome you to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. I am your host for this episode of Auditory Exposition with my two buddies and co-hosts. Let's say I am the Sears of this podcast, and with me, as always, is the Ikea of this podcast. I'm talking about Michael Hodgins. Michael, welcome. Hello, how are you today? Is that a Swedish, does that sound like Swedish accent? It's not racially offensive to me, so I will allow it. It sounds and, like my generic European accent. And with me as well is the Zeller's Walmart of this podcast. I am talking about Bo Schwartz. Uh, greetings. Re- Welcome to Zeller's Walmart. Which I realize, is it, man? What, You're getting sloppy. Yeah, that's like your bookended. The, Zeller's like, the is a distinctly Canadian one department chain. The- well, well here's, here's the thing. is I said Zeller's, and then I was like, oh, shit, I think they're out of business. And therefore, I tried to redirect to Walmart. Because I do all this on the fly. I'm just that smart. Um, so, uh, so, gentlemen, this we are recording this at the end of 2016. But I think I can say... To all the listeners, happy 2017. Welcome to the dawn of a new age. You're living in the future. I can only imagine what the wonders look like. Yeah, I'm sure no, everyone just stopped dying instantaneously. Because that's <laughs> So if social media were to be believed, this is the worst. 2016 was the worst year on record. And so let me enter two of their pieces of evidence into Exhibit A and Exhibit B. Exhibit A, Donald Trump got elected. And it's a good one. And it's you know, it's a pretty crushing blow. And it, that's Exhibit pretty bad. B yep. is that a lot of um notable people from the generation that started growing up and are accustomed to using social media and things of that nature are experiencing a lot of celebrity deaths. People that they've had in their lives as some sort of you know, culturally relevant touchstone. A lot of them starting to drop away. Most recently, Carrie Fisher of Star Wars fame with a new Star Wars just released and then her mother died the day after and George Great Michael room. George Michael also passing away recently so all I'm seeing on Twitter is 2016 so terrible 2016 strikes again 2016 yeah, I, just it, kicked me in the nuts that that drives me nuts that drives me nuts and like i do i do admit though that like that's in the years of social media right like if they had social media d- during world war 2 they <laughs> this is going to go badly <laughs> they, they they'd probably be like wtf holocaust hashtag <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> It'd be like twenty twenty third squadron just got bombed by a bunch of fighter planes. Worst year ever. <laughs> Screw you, nineteen forty two. Some some bombs <laughs> landed in backyard. Hashtag blitzed. Yeah. If ever Braun so hot. Hashtag milf. Um. But <laughs> but yeah. You guys no, are very good at de- this. Definitely. Uh, it would be it would be a different different sort of uh, mentality. This is in the social media generation, but I do really feel bad for people like Carrie Fisher and others who who um, it seems like their eul- eulogies or their obituaries rather 
are are pretty much chronicled with like a little bit about their career and then three quarters of of energy devoted to bashing 2016 and I, I recognize they're the last people to die at the tail end of the year celebrity wise but come on let's focus on these people and not blame like an arbitrary time period that is not going to change on the first i also just think it's like you know like bo you made we just talked about you know ww2 where people died all the time and bo you made some tweet about that and it's just like it just sort of shows how sheltered people are in the millennial age where it's like, oh, these celebrities, I grew up listening to these songs. And it's like, just open a history book. You know, you didn't live when there was the plague and two thirds of all people died a horrible death. You know, it's just like, I get it's sad when people die, but people die. It's part of life. And a lot of people are old. I've got something. And they lived good lives. You know, I've got something even cheerier to say. I was trying to look for something clever to post on social media because that's just what you do. That's the fashionable thing to do. So, um, my, I'm just naturally my, clever. My investigation led me to me. the CIA website. They have this like world book of statistical information. I was looking up the, the what's called the, I think it's the crude death rate because it's an estimation. And, and basically it's down from 10 years ago, but it's, it's on the equivalent of um, in a year – Every 1,000 people, seven people die or something like that. So, And there, there's a little paragraph that was like, basically at that rate, every minute, 183 people are dying. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> like, you know, that's and that's like that every year. So nothing to see here, folks. They just happen to be people in your vision because they're celebrities. But, you know, 180 people just died this minute so i also think it's that funny thing where it's like the thing about celebrities is we feel like we know them because you see them in you know on movies and tv you hear them speak in interviews whatever you feel like you're your friend they're they're not your friend you may like them you don't really know them so i feel like it does impact you more you know if someone who you really followed and looked up to or whatever died it impacts you as if a friend died but you didn't actually know that know that person so i guess it's like you know it, it it it's hard on you, but it's it's also like you got to acknowledge reality. You know, you didn't really know that person. It's sad that anyone dies, and you're like, okay, my condolences. But people that are like, this is the worst year ever. Leonard Cohen, an old old man died, and it's like, yeah, yeah, but you're focusing on Leonard Cohen, like they're no, no, of... too. And people like Carrie Fisher. It's like, oh, she died young at sixty. It's like, well, she abused drugs. She lived a hard life, you know. And it's like when you're hard on your body like that, it's not you're not going to live to be old, you know. Keith Richards aside, but like it's just it, your heart can't. Take take it you did cocaine for 10 years you know it's like it's just like that's the, those are the choices those people made and they did some great things and they'll be remembered hey that's more than most of us will get right. i i All find right. about carrie fisher too one thing that that uh, struck me was how young she was filming the original star wars because she is only 60 when she died and i was like wait a minute then that means she was 19 essentially is how old she was when she filmed the first star wars and like when when she's when vader is boarding the ship at the beginning i'm i'm like uh you know she's she's playing someone who's who's in a position of power i always thought of her as much older than yeah that, she, she so. did she was good and you know you got to give her her credit for that and also she was doing it with um han uh, solo <laughs> gotta give her credit for that too At 19, no, like, no. Okay. let's not do okay. that she recently passed away not... well that was in her latest autobiography it's oh, okay. not it was her, her own being... i feel like we're, we're entering dick territory 
And I, just, I don't think so. I I'm think just, it's I like as much as she was. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of dick territory, let us talk All about right, a topic let's... at random, okay? I think that's enough. Uh, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. You were awesome. And I'm sure your mom was awesome, too. 2016, you were awesome too. Don't let all the toxic people on social media let you think otherwise. Uh, 2016 wasn't that great. Really. I w- it was a pretty good year for animation, and it was a pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty good year for streaming and, and for television shows. I mean, we had some of the best releases this year in TV. I don't know. There's good things there. I mean, it's funny. I still find that like a really weird way to look at it because I'm like, in my life was pretty good this but, year but every like year, that's how i judge things but every year people died we just yeah. talked we spent three minutes wasting your time with this conversation 300 people died well it's because of this so, face would you stop up. killing people bro for christ's sake <laughs> so, it's like know, bardo like... whenever he claps his hands 10 people die okay let's hope I, our random Mike... topic machine doesn't also die in 2016 let's see if we can get another topic out of it. <laughs> nice well done all right one. you're going all right hold the cord <laughs> There you go. Uh, what do we got today, sir? Uh, landscaping. Oh, landscaping. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't, I can't uh, well, landscaping, much less landscaping. I have no land to scape. Um, so, la- yeah. landscaping is is, if you will, the the art of keeping yeah. your own personal property tidy and clean and sorted. This is including mowing the lawn, trimming the hedge, all of that stuff. Would that be part of it? I guess so. My initial reaction was going to be like, landscaping, fuck you, 2016. That's how you end <laughs> for us? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of disappointed listeners on the podcast. Uh, on the well, podcast. They're going to be like, oh, what's this week's know. topic? There could it's be like... a lot of landscaping enthusiasts, both. <laughs> well, this touches us in a deep way. I have worked in landscaping. Mike, uh, he has a bit of a legacy in landscaping as well, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, my, it was my father, father who employed you in landscaping. He, he owned a legendary company um, whose name was Dick of All Trades. Best landscaping <laughs> company name ever. My dad was good at landscaping, not so, so much marketing. So let's, let's, let's clarify with listeners. It was called Dick of All Trades. However, it's because your father's name is Richard. And so it's it's a joke on Jack of all trades instead of Jack. It's Dick of yeah, all trades. Yeah, it was it was a, a bad name for many reasons because not only was he not aware that Richard that the short form of Richard is Dick is kind of like nah, keep that in the 1960s and 50s. It's uh, don't use that anymore. And also that he said of all trades, but pretty much all he did was landscaping. <laughs> so it was kind of like you know why say all trades all i remember doing was landscaping i mean he could have yeah. called it dick landscaping i mean dick <laughs> <laughs> I think I, actually yeah, he was probably kind of smart at least it could have been worse it always it always could be worse a lot of his old friends they all still call him dick or dicky yeah. so the normal the, it, the interlocking stone thing that he did that's that's like that stone work is okay so there's, there's well. two kinds of landscaping there's hard landscaping and soft landscaping. Easy landscaping oh right uh hard landscaping is like anything to do with like walkways bricks retaining walls uh stuff like that and soft landscaping is like your flower bed where it's like dirt and earth and plants and grass that kind of thing Hard. This is your hard, your hard landscaping and your soft landscaping. Usually, you have a mix of two. Wow, fascinating. <laughs> okay, I guess I give the verdict of bullshit. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. So here, 
here's the thing about about landscaping that drives me nuts because I'm like I am a a homeowner now and uh, it it comes with like certain I guess responsibilities uh, and some are actual responsibilities and some are kind of like keeping up with the Joneses responsibilities and landscaping has always struck me as as you know. Uh, keeping up with the Joneses type thing. Now, Jesse, my what my lovely wife loves gardening, and we've talked about gardening on this show before. And gardening, obviously, a form of landscaping, but but stuff like mowing the lawn or even like raking the leaves. So in the fall in Canada, all our leaves fall off or whatever. So I raked a big pile, but then the snow fell. That pile is still in my yard, and all the snow fell on top of it. And at one point, I was like, "Why I even rake this leaf pile? Like, what is the what is the point?" And then we put it in bags, and then they're carried away, and all that sort of stuff. And it just feels like it's all about keeping things tidy and orderly and well presented. And while I I admit at one point you don't want to look slovenly, and there there's a limit there. For the most part, it's it's really just to sort of fit in and not necessarily for you you like I'm at least not doing it mostly for my own purposes like when I mow the lawn and the lawn's getting long I'm unless I'm planning to play in the lawn or my daughter is I'm thinking to myself like fuck I better mow the lawn because people are going to start thinking I'm a slob or whatever and that's not necessarily like it makes me annoyed at the whole concept of landscaping and you go to these garden centers and they got this turbo seed to grow and all that sort of stuff. Everything around it seems like it seems like weird. Make, make busy work, right? Like you're not a big uh, uh, external house appearance minder, are you? Or in or internal, <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> it, so you have to wonder because there are definitely people out there who like like their home is their little kingdom and they like to have it look good just like they like to dress nicely and they like things to look a certain way for reasons so it's just not you crofton but i definitely agree with you that i think it's a giant waste of effort and brain space like because like landscaping is a very specific segment of yard work because nobody likes yard work but i like it with such disdain that i would just not do it um, I call all of it, all of yard work is landscaping, is but, it not? Well, no, I think some of it is, I wouldn't call mowing the lawn landscaping. Like, 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 mo- it, like, like yard work is like combing your hair, and landscaping is like going for a haircut. That's, that like, landscaping is like, hmm, how can we make this place look fabulous, you know? And and so you put, we did a lot of that interlocking stone. Like, you take out your pavement driveway and you put bricks on your lawn, and apparently that's better than pavement. Well, it looks a bit nicer. And a lot of this, like, this stuff is all about aesthetics. And if you don't care about that, like, um, like Crofton says, he likes his house to be slovenly and the exterior as well. And he doesn't care if anyone knows it. <laughs> and, yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's fine. But it, but I think there's, there's more to it than just like making it look good. So the, it's, it's aesthetics. And a lot of people are like, okay, I want people to know I'm clean and I care about my house and I want to maintain it and all that. <clears throat> but I think the other, uh, part to it is if you do it if you do it badly you can damage your house so you know a lot of people house is big investment so if your if your yard isn't draining properly like the water isn't running in the right way you know it might ruin your foundation or cause leaks so that's you know that's just a utilitarian thing you you landscape your yard so that the water flows away from your house and keeps your house in good shape or whatever and then 
and then you can go to the garden center and just look at a magazine and be like, okay, I want my house to look like this, which I agree is kind of like, seems like kind of a waste of time and a bit dumb. But you can also do things like, because um, I, I get what you're saying, Carl, it seems like point, you wake all these leaves and it just looks like, you know, you just keep doing this for what purpose? And I sort of feel like it's, it's like there is an ecosystem where we live in it, right? And landscaping kind of tries to make it seem like we don't, you know, we, 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 we kill, we, we, contrive this sort of like outdoor space to make it look like we want but the reality is like stuff's going to grow like grass wants to grow trees want to grow uh local plants want to live there and we're like no i don't want i want a rose bush or this rose bush should we so we make this thing but i think that landscaping does encompass people who are like you know what i live in this area of the world like so where we live in canada you might want to be like what are some local plants and i want to put those in my yard and maybe I don't like cutting the lawn, so I want to have no lawn because lawns are dumb and a waste of money, which I think they are. So you can landscape around that. You can put some big rocks in there and some ground, some you know, some um, uh, what do they call it? The native plants, sort of ground cover things that you don't have to mow. And so you can landscape your yard so that you don't have to constantly maintain it, right? I think it's the kind of like white picket fence block of green lawn with flower bed at the edges right. that is like the traditional kind of American pie, American dream kind of landscape yard that everyone still kind of does just because it's convention. But you can do a lot of stuff. You can be like, I want the leaves to fall and decompose into my yard. And how can I make that not look like just a trash heap to my neighbors? And there are ways to do that. And landscaping is, you know, I guess like, the thing the thing is is that um I recognize that landscaping requires a certain amount of effort, a certain amount of thought, and is about doing something genuinely positive to beautify a living space. So for instance, one of my big hobbies is playing video games. I know for a fact when I'm doing that that I'm not it it's I'm entertaining myself. Maybe some of the games are gonna teach me stuff. Maybe some of them are gonna work my mind in different ways. Maybe. But for the most part, I'm seeking to entertain myself. And in the end, every hour, two hour, three hour, in both case, like fifty hours, whatever, spent spent playing video games, it's not producing anything. Whereas land if if my interest was in landscaping, as boring as that seems to me, technically, it would be a much more practical or um a use of my time that would beautify the environment to, to a much greater extent. So I can appreciate that. And especially where I appreciate landscaping is um, we live in a city that is the capital of a country. And so um, some of the tax money from every citizen goes to, to funding this organization to beautify and landscape our, our, um, our capital. And so like we have like a tulip festival every year, all these tulips are planted just for a certain period. Then the bulbs are removed. There's other plants that are planted. Then tulips are put back and all that. Like there's a tremendous amount of work put into keeping our city looking really really nice and like i benefit from that i don't do any of the work like i yeah obviously some of my tax dollars go to it but but i can at least i can at least appreciate it even though i don't you know don't like landscaping personally or wouldn't do it with regards to my property why don't you pay somebody to to do it? like if you don't, you don't want to do it and you don't like it can't you at least bring up the standard of property value Absolutely. in your neighborhood by hiring someone? Well, yeah, good good point. Here's the thing. If I had more 
property, like land to scape, if you will. Yeah. Maybe I would invest in that, but definitely, and this is this, is, I would invest right before selling my house, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and and make make it look like really, you know, really nice right before a sale. So but you, like you're like the to, adult equivalent of a kid whose parents went on vacation all week and you missed the whole house in the last thirty minutes when they called from the airport. You're scrambling. Everything's under clothes. the bed. Everything's <laughs> under the bed. Like, yeah, the or I imagine uh, Crofton going out on his front porch and looking at his like slovenly yard of overgrown grass and he just says just call it another prudent financial choice by crofton steers i've saved myself a hundred dollars on landscaping charges but i mean like if i'm gonna pay a regular landscaper it i mean it feels it feels like there either has to be a necessity to it uh i my my house is gonna get damaged such as the water example mike gave earlier and and we did put in weeping tile and all that sort of stuff so there's that I understand, but if it's then there's maintenance like the lawn mowing stuff, and then there's beautification, and uh, and like maybe I would be okay with dropping a wad of cash for a you know a temporary plan or whatever to to make it look good, so then I could spend less energy and time in on on maintenance. But I like having I do like having a yard and that sort of thing, or and having having space. I just don't want to spend like a bunch of my time, energy, or money you know working on it and you look at you look at these um these i go back to these stores because like home depot has this giant garden center and you go into it and there's just like 18 different levels of seed with triple grow and all that sort of thing it just seems like ridiculous uh and it It does but again those are like the choices like i mean um my i'm about to do some landscaping this house i've been working on the the yard is a big non-landscape so and it's a bit of a construction zone i've been digging stuff up in the yard for various reasons so i will be landscaping at some time but i feel like i have opportunity to make those choices and it's like i could just go to home depot and like get a bunch of expensive grass seed and and then water my yard and mow it and or whatever but what i'm planning to do is something more like i'm like oh what kind of vegetables can i grow in my backyard you know we talked about gardening on another episode i don't want to get too much into that but that's again a landscaping choice you can be like oh i might want to have some raised vegetable beds uh in my yard i'd rather use my yard to do something productive um so if i can grow some some tomatoes and some cucumbers and a pumpkin or something i will why wouldn't i but a lot of people don't want to do that. They have like, like I think of my aunt. My aunt is like a meticulous, you know, I'd call her a gardener, but like it's really, it's landscape stuff. She doesn't grow any vegetables, but her yard is like always mowed perfectly. The grass is thick. The edges around flower gardens are pristine. There's not a weed in her expansive flower garden. Everything has its place. And I was like, but she spends in the summer literally all day doing that. And <laughs> this is like Crofton's hell on earth. Earth but, but when talking about gardening, you you, you said like that because I don't obviously enjoy gardening per se. But you were saying how your wife really doesn't all that sort of thing. So if your aunt gets enjoyment and like peace of mind and all that sort of stuff about bringing order to this small piece of land, then I mean power you know power to her. I can't begrudge that. I just can't relate to it personally. Yeah, and that's one of those things. And like what Bo was, or no, it was you that was saying it. Uh, the whole like, if if our cities didn't engage in it, you know, 
and it is about aesthetics, but like if you went to public parks and everything was just like a long hay field and you're walking through, like imagine going to like Parliament Hill, our nation's <laughs> capital, and it's just like a bunch of old dry grass, a foot tall, and like random weeds and trees growing everywhere, and there's no like steps up to the main entrance. It's just a dirt path. People would be like, "What the hell's up with this country?" <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like it's you- true. It's like their landscaping does serve a purpose. And, and and back to your point about like keeping up with people, it is a little bit about that in the same way that architecture, and I mean, you probably heard the term landscape architecture. It's a thing. Uh, it, it, you know, why, why, why are not all buildings just a big cube? You know, because it says something about your neighborhood, your own personality, your country, your city. If you are, if you, if you have interesting okay. architecture in the buildings and the same is true of landscape. All right, hang on. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna stick my finger in the middle of the stream of this conversation you two are having, and say, so isn't landscaping really kind of like, you know, talking about fashion for structures? Because we've I've, we've done a show on fashion, right? I said it was good. Did you? I don't remember what. Yeah, I said. shockingly, you said it was good. <laughs> what the yeah, hell? That was one of those episodes where I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna shit on fashion," but then I yeah, wait, so wait, 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 wait. We did an episode on gardening, and we're going to the fashion episode. It seems well, like this is much I, more. I see what he's saying, go, go but ahead. no, because we're talking. Because uh, listen, did you hear the tirade Mike just went on about how? You can't yeah. just have a, a – it's like you can't just wear khakis and a black polo every day. You've got to, like, spice it up. you got to do your hair. you got to look good. It makes you feel better. And I was like – I think I was pretty hard on fashion. I'm going to look kind of like, – I felt, like, persuaded. See, the, the, the interesting response I had was I, I don't – you know, I, I appreciate fashion. It's a creative thing. I probably said it was good. But, you know, I don't personally have much interest in it, even though I do appreciate it. And I was – so I was thinking – Oh, Mike was pretty persuasive. Our buildings have to look cool. We like ca- you like castles, don't you? Well, castles have to have like good landscaping to look awesome. And then I'm like, well, if I feel this way about structures, then I should feel the same way about personal appearance. Then I'm like, hmm, maybe I'm against this. So I'm well, really, I'm really confused. Right well, now. I'll tell but you. Don't I'm... try to don't try to bring consistency to your verdicts at this stage. <laughs> okay, of the game. you guys well, called me out last time. episode. It's forced and foremost on my mind at this no, very but... moment. But this is like this is this is I think uh, I I think an interesting observation that you link those two and I think about my verdict because it was still I think to this day one of my I was most surprised by myself where I landed on fashion and even though I was like we kept talking about like big f fashion and like and this in the same way with landscaping the kind of like Home Depot what it sells and like your your neighbor who spends all their time watering their lawn and and that and trying to adhere to that standard right. But part of what made me say fashion was good is it realizing that everything is fashion, right? That it's a reflection of you. So it's like I was like I don't I never felt very fashionable. I still don't, but that's kind of a reflection of who I am. And in the same way that it's like if your if your front yard is like manicured, perfect with its nice flowers, well trimmed, that says something about you. And so does it say something about you if your front yard has a couple of raised beds with overflowing tomato plants and and local varieties of plants sort of growing around because you appreciate the local ecosystem that thrives there and if you make those choices it says something about you like i have a neighbor down the street and their front yard is how i would envision mine it's got like a bunch of it's pretty much the leaves are all over it they have a couple like some nice trees growing and and a bunch of like raised beds where they grow vegetables that they use in their food And i'm like to me that's that's a good a well landscaped yard it's productive they're they're not wasting energy and money uh, on just trying to it, to look look at what a, is what a magazine says you should look like. Same conversation we had in fashion, right? And I'm not into that, 
But those landscaping choices are ones that reflect your personality. And I was like, that's a good thing. And in the same way that, you know, if your country or your capital wants to reflect a certain thing to the world, they're probably going to landscape their, you know, think of, think of United States and those huge swat, like think of that Abe Lincoln Memorial. I don't know what it's called there. And it's got the huge the Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> I prefer Abe Lincoln Memorial. Okay. Yes. I've never been there, but I've seen the pictures, right? And it's like this, isn't there like the big things of water, these big like rectangles of water and then this grassy area, like that's all landscaping, right? And it, and it, it speaks to the grandiose nature of, of, of the United States and a lot of their architecture and landscaping, you know, re- reflects the personality of the country or the city. Uh, and so landscaping is tied in with that stuff, you know, and it's like, hmm. so the fashion, I think the fashion thing is, is a, is an astute. I, 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 I wouldn't had, I wouldn't had a look. I know we're not supposed to do this kind of stuff, but I couldn't help myself. And we both well, said it was good and Crofton said it was bullshit. That sounds right. Now, here, here's the thing, though. There's, there's also, um, if we're tying it into other verdicts, one of the things that I think of when I think of landscaping is golf. Um, and, and again, coming up you with guys these sort like of golf. Extre- golf sucks. extremities <laughs> on, on both sides of the, the equation, like I feel like moderation um, in terms of landscaping would be important. But golf is sort of what I envision excess being. So like taking uh, tons of resources and energy and and forcing the land to be a certain way and maintaining it, uh, you know, uh, a certain way. Um, And and I'm not saying that it's artistically bankrupt because there's um, very many intrinsically and, and innovative designed golf courses out there um and i think a lot of people would 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 point to golf courses as offering tremendous landscaping um opportunities it's just for me and and maybe it's because i don't play golf and i I don't have an interest and you can go to my verdict on golf to to see where where i stand on it but but i think that um that you know there's a tremendous resource uh, demand to all types of, uh, of of landscaping in which you're watering plants, or your, or it could be just you know human capital. And yes, I'm aware of Parliament Hill wanting it to look a certain way and all that. But somebody, you know, there are people that are working to do that, and and and, and energy um, energy spent, lawn being cut, uh, trees are probably being removed, and and that sort of thing. So that you you are, it is man. Um, using resources to put his will or her will on on the land and i mean yeah you can do it in a fashionable way and you can do it in a in a you know you see some of these like cookie cutter homes like in a well i guess um boring and bland way but at the same point it's 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 man forcing himself on the land and i mean it's not like putting your own clothes on and looking nice yourself. It's like you're making a piece of land look a way that you want it to. So, I mean, I don't want to personify the land or, 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 but, but that's, that's sort of a bit what I'm doing, I guess. It's, 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 it's kind of, no, and I, I agree with what you're saying. And, and I, I also think of it cause I would say like, that's what we're, you know, that's what we, we do human beings, like think of a house or any building as a kind of antithesis of the land. It's this completely built structure. But I would say that in some ways landscaping is 
so if you have your house and that's the you know that's our modern habitat we live in a house and i think you know we're not we don't want to go back and live in caves or live in the woods <laughs> we're beyond that so you have your you house you don't want to you, i i kind of feel like you'd probably have I don't know. No, I don't want to live in a cave. Okay. Um, I got some issues with modern times. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> doesn't mean I want to live in a cave. <laughs> um, and uh, so you got your house, and then I feel like the surrounding landscaping is like how you integrate that completely uh, man-made structure, how you integrate that into the existing kind of ecosystem and landscape, so your personal landscaping. And I think of like... And again, so much of this is just like personal choice and fashion. But like if you were to look down top down at like, say, a forest or something and um, or farm field for that matter or anything like that. And, and then it's like you look down on the forest and someone's like, I bought an acre of land. And then you look down from the sky and you saw all forest and then you saw a perfect cutout square of green grass with a house in the middle. I would be like, that's poor, poor integrating the landscaping choices have not like integrated it into that space and i think there's ways to do it so that you can still have little bits of that kind of like oh i want this flower garden i want this and still kind of be aware of like what the natural surroundings are and blend it in and i mean cities you know cities aren't good at doing that because you know there there's not a lot of really natural spaces around there but i just again you feel like you can make these choices that that acknowledge that we all live in an ecosystem or you can just pretend like Nature doesn't exist and well, just fight against it constantly yeah, so, to have your green your green postage stamp, you know, with no weeds. Because, like, weeding, weeding bugs me so much. People are like, i got to get rid of those dandelions, and they spray, like, Roundup and toxic shit to kill these weeds. And it's just like, why? You know, what do you got against a dandelion? It's my not dad, that my, bad. My dad actually used to make me, uh, it was a Saturday, like, afternoon, be like, all right, time to do some housework, got to help. He gave me this like fork thing in a bucket and he's like, pick all the weeds out of the grass. And I'm like, you're kidding me, right? Is this even a thing to do? And it would take, it probably, if I would have taken it seriously, taken me three, four hours, but I'd spend like 10 hours doing it because it was cruel and inhumane torture. I don't know anyone else who had their, had them. I, I talked to everyone. No one's had to sit in their yard and manually pick out weeds out of their lawn with a fork <laughs> thingy. It, it, it was horrifying. What was it that? Is, and and also, <laughs> this reminded me of something, because I had heard not that long ago that, that in North America, there wasn't, like, grass. Like, like we all take grass for granted. Like, the, you know, you have these <laughs> green lawns. There I were grass species, but not like not like the, the lawns we think of. That's mostly gr- types of grass that were imported from Europe. Mm. Uh, and, and, and the type of grass that grew around here naturally was things like these little tufts of kind of like straw-like grass surrounded by dirt would be how natural lawns would look. But that uh, people here, because it was colonies, were trying to emulate uh, these you know, English estates or various places in England where the money was there and they had these manicured lawns. So, you know, I feel like a lot of traditional landscaping is just kind of trying to emulate, you know, the wealthy and wealthy in Europe to the point of importing grass that can give you that green carpet look, which isn't really natural for North America. And it's just like, why, again, why are you doing this? And so my question is, like, I don't think – I don't know where I'm going to land on this because I don't think landscaping is bad. I think it's choices, like something like fashion. There's elements of fashion I don't like, but it still is a reflection of you and your personal choices. And my issue would be, like, people mostly make choices in landscaping which are dumb or <laughs> or just based on aesthetic conventions. They're not They're not useful or helpful to the to ecosystem or for food production or anything like that. 
Um, and so, like, why do we keep doing the same thing? Isn't like, there, is there anything wasteful about landscaping that I'm not thinking of in terms of, I mean, you know, not really. Tons. Right? <laughs> There's tons. <laughs> like, I mean, you could dump, you're dumping a, a bunch of water or Mike mentioned, you know, pesticides or different, different things uh, to sculpt the land. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... It's There's... also yeah, and wasteful like like the raking leaves things is a huge one, which is interesting. So it's like leaves fall off your tree around the tree. You know, the natural process is those leaves break down and go back into the earth. But we take them all and in the city, put them in a bag, and a dump truck comes and takes <laughs> them away. And then we buy fertilizer to put on the grass. But I'm like, that's what the leaves was. <laughs> like it's all the process. So it's always okay, so we're, stupid, we're putting a bunch of CO2 like in the air to truck around shit we don't need to. Basically. Yeah, like like but my that's neighbor across good, the street had literally yeah. twenty bags, huge bags of leaves. And it's like the tape being taken someplace to decompose somewhere else. But the thing is the tree is extracting that stuff from the earth there. How is it being replenished if you keep taking this stuff away? It's like not acknowledging that there's an ecosystem at work here. We're just like fighting it and then we're like, Oh, let's use patrol based fertilizers to get the grass to grow better it's like you're an idiot yeah but see that's that's exactly in in when when this came up that was my first sort of uh, of thought was all the like minutiae the bagging of leaves the putting putting stuff out and uh and the um the the mowing you know the mowing of lawn because if you don't if you don't mow it then it's gonna it's gonna come out in a different way it won't be uniform and all, all that like all these little things that really in the end you get drilled into your head this is how things are but then when you think about it a little longer you're like no no this is how man wants these things to be at least in our culture but you know it it's starting to smell a lot like fertilizer if you know what so, i'm saying so so, it, so it's all... okay well i just i have another question because you might not be able to answer it um but i have a question does landscaping have like a Gordon Ramsay or a Beyonce? Like, does it have this advocate or public personality? Like, yeah, but they're like bland types. There, there's a whole channel on TV called like HGTV, and there are home and garden people television. That's must yeah, there are people who are experts in this kind of stuff. There's a guy on CBC Radio every Monday at noon who is an, has an <laughs> encyclopedic knowledge of every plant you could imagine. Like, people call up and be and will be like. I have a plant in my backyard. The leaves are kind of like round. He's like, oh, it's a hibiscus plant. You need to do this, this, and this. I'm like, how could he know that? But he's just like, so there are these people, but it's very bland. It's not like, mm. you know, fashion. Well, I know. Yes, but, there are but, definitely Well, you would think it was bland as, as someone not invested in it, but I imagine if you were, like the personalities I mentioned are like eccentric, but you know, there are the Elon, what, what's that guy's last, Elon Musk? Elon Tusk? What? Who's the Tesla have... guy? Yes. What does he have to do with landscaping? What's his last yeah. name? Musk or Tusk? Musk. It's Elon Musk. Musk. Okay, it sounded wrong because, you know, Musk is like a thing you coat yourself on to attract the opposite sex. Seems or that of... a buck produces. Yeah, yeah exactly. It seems kind of arrogant to call yourself that. But anyways. I think um... that's his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Born that way. He's so yeah. arrogant to use his own name in public like that. Um, I guess my first name is Handsome. It's also arrogant too. So I, d- uh, I don't I don't Anyways, but... the point is like Elon Musk is not an exciting. You know, he talks. Everyone's like, "Yeah, hey, okay, he's a business." Like he's not like sexy like Gordon Ramsay or or Beyonce. <laughs> but you know what I'm okay. saying? Because because Mike's like they're all boring. But if you're a proponent, if you're really into it, 
you will like them a lot. So I'm wondering, I guess maybe people like that plant radio guy. Like you think he's just boring McBoring pants. No, but, people, I like him. But her, herbophiles, really, nope. herbophiles might really be like, oh my god, I listen to that every week. He's so knowledgeable and he's good. No, he, I listen to him all the time. He's knowledgeable. <laughs> <laughs> so you're making I fun did. of it, but then you really listen to him. I just love him. Gordon Ramsay's listening to this. He he's like, huh? There's a market there, and then he he just he branches out. And it's like Hell's Garden, and he's, he's <laughs> yelling he's, at his 14 year old uh, garden assistant. <laughs> he's like, this you call this a koi pond? I'll throw you in it, and then he just like throws them <laughs> in the next next yeah, time. Now, there there is. Um, I was just thinking about about this and how like okay so you start with like because i do feel like there's a human need that i've i've experienced so i've done a lot of camping we talked about camping on this show and i've done that and oftentimes you go to a campsite and it's set up it's, it's almost like landscaped in the woods right so you go there and there's like little flat spots for your tent and a little fire pit someone else has landscaped it but even when i've done camping where it's like in the raw bush where it's like you you're like well we're gonna make camp here there's no campsite and you're like and very quickly, you end up doing like minor kind of landscaping things. You're like, where's the little path going to be? Uh, clear a little spot here. Uh, this will be a scenario, prep food over there. And, and very quickly, you're doing like this very basic landscaping. And all of a sudden, the area feels kind of like homey. You feel like you feel more comfortable in it. And I feel like maybe there's a human need to do that. Like, like to be, we've settled here for a bit. Let's make it ours. And that maybe landscaping is a bit like that. It's just like we take a little space of nature, we 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 kind of make it how we want it, and now we feel a bit more at home. And we're not the only animal that does it. The beaver does lots of landscaping, and uh, and um, yeah. So like, I just think some yeah, I think it's part kind of in our nature to want to do something. And as much as Croft is like doesn't like cleaning his house and stuff like that, I'm sure if it got dirty enough, he'd be like, I'm not comfortable anymore. And would do some kind of cleaning. And sure. same thing with, with when your yard like got really awful. You'd be like, look, I don't like doing yeah, clean up the garden. But I'm like, I don't like the way this looks either. I don't feel comfortable anymore here at my home. I'm going to go do this, right? I have this hedge guy that I sometimes pay to trim the hedge when it gets totally out of control. But like I do it like every two years. He's like, God. oh, you should do it every year. I'm like, you yeah, must grumble about you because, you know, those guys have to live off of consistent contracts. He's like, oh, this guy, he like calls me once yeah. every two he, years and he insists on my house. No, he comes, the hedge guy comes to my door and his, you know, hat oh. in hand is like, you need that hedge to be cut. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I guess. Why him, do I? Why do I need it to be cut? You know, really? He's like, oh, it will die. I'm like, oh, no, it won't. Yeah. Well, it, it'll yeah, live. It'll just keep growing. All right. Uh, does yeah. anyone have anything else uh, pretty big to, <laughs> to... invigorating? Last of 2016 topics. I think I was, I... was going to say that uh, hobbits also big into landscaping. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. They are a notable cultural. Uh, Were they? See, I would say it's more like Peter Jackson and his production crew was into it, because I felt like the way they designed, and that was a lot of landscaping that made that stuff for the movie. But it was sort of meant to look like it was quasi natural. I thought, like a, yeah, like I mean, it was that's the best landscaping, mag right. ma magical no. landscaping. If you get a magical paintbrush and, and sprinkle it across your lawn and everything, that's the one Crofton wants. Crofton wants the that one. Elon Magic. Musk, get on it. We want the landscape paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Or or Beyonce, Beyonce, we need your star power in the landscape industry. Too bad Elon Musk isn't sexy enough to deliver. I feel like I've contributed so little to this conversation. (laughs) That's the best thing. It's also funny that you worked in landscaping, but no. All right. Well, so side. (laughs) I feel like I'm going to bring that up in the verdict. But let me talk about it now. Working in landscaping sucks. It's horrible. That it's. It's terrible. Are you giving your it's verdict? Not fun. No, I just saying working in it's terrible. And that and that's not that it, bad. I like work. You yeah. did look like you were in really good shape at that point. I Bob. was, and certain activities Only... were fun. But I, all right, and this might just be personal. But I would wake up in the morning because I'm dealing with the bricks with my hands like this in pain, and I couldn't open them. I was running them under hot water every morning to get it so I could start moving my fingers again. It might just. Be I didn't me. have that problem. I worked. Well, in you didn't have that problem, but it was a fucking nightmare for me because I was like, I want to keep working. The money's good, uh, but I'm killing myself. Like, I, and maybe I have future arthritis to look forward to. But uh, I, I, I didn't like it so much. I liked my suntan, and that's a nice callback to episode one of the the show. That's where I got my. The you most just have amazing a wicked suntan. suntan in the universe, I think. All right, all okay, right. This is getting labored. Let's get into verdict. <laughs> roll, roll it into. Roll, all right, let's here. bring in the farm animals. Let's go. Let's do it. Here they come. Order, I say. Order in the court. Order in the court. It's time for verdicts. Ooh. I'll go first. Okay, go for it. Wow. Well, I, I I figure like I'm the host, so I gotta set the table, if you will, for landscaping. <laughs> this this is one of those topics that I came in very heavy with an opinion in my like I I was very very convinced of where I was going. It drew a visceral response from me, if you will, um, and uh, and then so when you, whenever you get those, and I've had a lot of those on this show before, it's like you have to kind of try to open your mind and listen to what you know what other people are saying and and uh and and look at the positives in this case because i was focused on the negatives we already went over my laziness and the not wanting to mow the lawn or rake the leaves or any of those sort of things so uh where where i find myself is um looking at this topic as as um you know, and man sort of dominating nature. And to a certain extent, you think that that is, I would say that that is bad because I've seen enough of Fern Gully and other environmentalist films to be like that, 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 that should not, uh, that should not be a good thing. But I think that like anything, it's sort of the moderation that is key here. And so like on one end of the, the equation, you have like pouring gallons of waters and pesticides and whatever into golf courses. And then on the other hand, you have somebody exerting their sort of like artistic flair on their own, on their own, um, on their, their own house. And and I look again at returning to the capital that we live in, Ottawa, uh, and all the landscaping that goes on here, and how much it sort of beautifies the area, makes it great for um, for the residents. I you know like I bike into work, uh, see a lot of this landscaping as it happens. I I totally hear what Bo's saying. I wouldn't want to do it myself. Luckily, I do not have to. Uh, but but I think that that landscaping personally, it, it, the keeping up with the Joneses stuff annoys me. The the looking at the grass is always greener mentality annoys me. Uh, the doing stuff like 
like raking leaves, putting them in bags, and then shipping them away only to pour fertilizer on your lawn in the spring. That sort of stuff annoys me. There's enough there that I think is dumb and annoys me, but also enough positive that I have to go with the smell of manure and say that this is bullshit. Yep. All right. That seems appropriate. Crofton's Crofton's favorite verdict is bullshit. I feel like I know what Bo's gonna say. So, uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go. I'll, I'll leave it the suspense because uh, maybe maybe he'll surprise me. Um, I'm gonna take the same view on this that I did with fashion. Thank you, Bo, for bringing that to my attention. The fashion. You're thing. welcome, sir. Uh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> I also like how so much of your guys' personal dislike of uh, landscaping is personal laziness and dislike <laughs> that kind of work. Which I'm like, fair enough. You don't like that kind yeah. of work. Uh, <laughs> you're like, I don't like it, so I won't do it. And like, uh, you also clear. might not like math, but you're like, probably happy there's scientists around, right? I don't like. You're like, anyway. oh, I hate math. Science <laughs> is bad. <laughs> and anyways, uh, yeah, I personally don't like math, but I think it's a good thing. <laughs> and anyways, uh, so there's my mini verdict on math. But as for landscaping, <laughs> wow. I'm also gonna say good, good. And uh, I, I think like so many. things, things like like we're we're disrupting nature you know human that's what we do we 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 disrupted we bend it to our own will i think we do that to excess not just on things like our landscaping choices which i often disagree with all those points crofton made i totally agree with things like golf courses are stupid and like wasting of water to keep things green those are all bad decisions but landscaping but that's not what landscaping has to be that's just an aesthetic choice within landscaping you could choose to integrate nicely your building with existing ecosystems use native plants um acknowledge that there's a a a system at play like decomposing you know plants and enriching the earth and embrace that in landscaping you can do that it's just not the prominent uh the prominent sort of stream we have going right now it's the like let's make a a rectangle of green grass with no weeds in it. And that I don't like. But that's not what landscaping is. Landscaping is more than that. And uh, and I think it's just the, the, the integrating our man-made bit into the surroundings, and it can be done very nicely. And I just think the choices are not always good, but landscaping itself is not a bad thing. And, in fact, we need it because we have a man-made thing stuck in nature, and we have to integrate it in there somehow. So it can be done good, and I think it's a, a good thing. All right. Jeez. You guys. This is landscaping. It's so boring. <laughs> uh, all right. So very quickly, I'm going to dissociate myself with my personal feelings about working in it. Because working in it sucks. But it doesn't suck to a degree that I would consider it uh, some sort of hazard worth rallying against. Or you know, Let's just talk about the benefits of, of it. Embrace but, the but, hate. I, oh, but... but I wanted to say one. I do wanted to say one thing, though is like there was a government building I was at and there was a large lawn that nobody gives a shit about. Like It's just a large patch of grass. You guys know it. It's this Charles Tupper building over in Riverside. There was an army of people, I swear, 25 people with backpacks and leaf blowers. And they weren't spread out in a big football line to, to blow it. They were all concentrated, all together, chatting, blowing like the smallest portion together with 25 of these loud engines, engine like industrial level. And I was like, this is so stupid. People are paying you to do that. You're just blowing air in a space on the, like it was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. 
and this is what it, this is the kind of industry it takes to keep like our government facilities looking good and our shopping plazas looking great. I think that's a load of horse shit. And and as much as I like a good, you know, I like to go somewhere and be enticed by the magic of a landscape place. There's magic in the forest too. That's that's nature's landscape. And it does a, <laughs> it does a pretty good job of landscaping. So screw this landscaping. I'm actually going to outright just go with my heart and say landscaping is a giant pile of crap, but not bullshit crap, bad crap. The kind that keeps you on the toilet. I knew it. I wasn't surprised. It's the kind that keeps you on the toilet for 10 minutes longer than you want. It's the worst thing ever. Landscaping, horrible. It's just, you know, I'm giving in. I thought maybe I'd be rational and I was going to go bullshit. No. But but you know what? I hate it. I just hate it. I hate it. Like, if there was ever, if I was like a Jedi and something made me go to the dark side of the force, landscaping would push me over. I would just be like, "All right, Darth Vader, let's go kill Sidious." And I, I'll be I was, yeah, the, the, I was pushing him. I wanted him after you're good. I was like, "Come on, Bo, just go off." When you, you're like, "I'm going to separate myself from the manual labor," I was like, "Oh no, he's going to go good." But no, he, he, he went I to went the dark Lord. side. I went. It also is totally irrational. And hey, I, that that I the 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 one with the leap blowers there. That, that I, thinking about that made me so there. angry. It made no, me and that should make you angry. That makes me angry too. But I think it was like I wanted you to be like, did you listen to my verdict at all? Because I'm like, it's the choices we make. Bad choices, and you were right about the whole like nature thing. But you can like you can build a big building and then you have this area of construction zone and you could return it to that. With through landscaping, or you can get a bunch of guys with leaf blowers to maintain a. Gra- it's the choices thing, anyways. Yeah. Well, you know what I think. You don't human, like it. Humans, humans are not responsible enough to wield the power of landscaping. They should just leave it alone. <laughs> Nuclear bombs, yeah. Landscaping, <laughs> except Peter. Nuclear Jackson. bombs is another um, episode. I'll get across that bridge when I get to it. Okay. Good. Well, if you have thoughts on landscaping, uh, like like we obviously did, please share them with us. You can email us at good uh, goodbadbull at gmail dot com. Uh, you can follow us on the social media. We're on Facebook doc, uh, slash goodbadbull and and uh, at goodbadbull on Twitter. Um, you can subscribe to us on the uh, the iTunes store or on the Google Play store or whatever store you want to give us five star reviews on, uh, and uh, and we would we would love those. Tell your friends. Also, um, if you're feeling real generous and you love us so much, and we hope you do, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/GoodBadBull. We have a Patreon page, and and we have a few patrons, and we really appreciate them. Uh, they haven't successfully lanced landscape bows uh beard or or hair or I, I got an offer of five, i got an offer of five dollars on our live stream chat to shave it off today yeah well oh, i mean no. i'm i'm sure we can do better i'm sure yeah, we come can on, do yeah. hold out for at least 10 my hair is worth more than that yeah. you can get plus it would co- yeah cost a certain amount depending on how you do it i do it professionally obviously hey, don't don't get my hands dirty. in my bathroom <laughs> um so uh, yes, gentlemen, the the one the one sort of bow to tie, pun intended, is um, is our own how we can reach us and 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 t- be, become fans of us on an individual level. We're all individuals of an individual nature, after all. Starting with a uh, starting with them. Um, let's go Walmart first. So uh, Bo, where can people reach you? <laughs> I don't like. I don't want that to ever be my nickname as Walmart. 
They can reach me on Twitter at Bo Schwartz. I do also want to pimp out something kind of new that we're doing. We're on twitch.tv slash goodbadbull for this show. We're live streaming there now. Thursdays mostly, like 8, but don't be surprised if we start at 9.30. So 8-ish, 8-ish, 9-ish on Thursdays. Follow us there. There's a link on the goodbadbull.com site now where you can link over to Twitch, push the sub button, and uh, get us there. That's all Eastern Standard Time, the best standard time. Uh, and uh, speaking of uh, the best, Ikea, where can people reach you? <laughs> you can reach me at my personal Twitter account. Is that a Swedish accent? <laughs> I don't know. A little more racist. It. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, at <laughs> ML Hodgins. Uh, yeah, for my far and few between tweets. Some assembly required? Hey, I have a confession about um, landscaping. Uh-oh. You can reach me at Crofts and Steers. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I really like the smell of cut grass. Like, I, re- I really like it. Oh, you mean like in a weirdo kind of way? No, like, when it's springtime and the grass started growing and someone's mowed the lawn and it just got cut and you walk by and you smell that smell, I'm like, oh yeah, spring spring is here, summer is here. I love it. It's so nice. You it's- like the smell of the death of grass? That's like their blood shooting out, I guess. Hey, You, um- you may have noticed that not all lawns die after having been mowed. Maybe you haven't noticed that because you've been in your house all the time. Sure, they're very powerful. <laughs> I, it's funny because there were these, um, there's these jelly beans. I got this thing at work where it's like you have a 50-50% chance of getting something really gross or something really good. And they're the same color. So like, you know, brown could be chocolate pudding or it could be dog food. So it's a bit of a gamble, right? Um, and uh, the best one that was green because good is lime, bad is uh lawn clippings which oh. is oh. not that bad yeah but what does that taste like does that taste like how cut grass smells tastes like lawn clippings like like uh, you've eaten grass Mike, Mike really no, like that, grass. but I, but like many things you know you smell it and then you're like oh it smells good but then like cinnamon you know you smell cinnamon you're like smells so good if you eat a spoonful of cinnamon you'll be like bah i can't eat cinnamon and it's not like that it needs to be mixed with sugar and used sparingly really so, sm- yeah Go and eat a spoonful of cinnamon. You'll smell it and be like, oh, it smells Mike, so good. I'll, this is, I'll do this that is right why now. this is why I love Mike. Mike is so out of touch with the internet. This was like a meme for a full year, people eating spoonfuls of Really? Cinnamon. It's yes. also potentially people were record- toxic. Yes, people I don't know if they died. Why? People, I didn't even know this. You guys are so out of touch, it's hilarious. It, it, it's it's endearing. I like how being out of touch with this stupid minutiae <laughs> that people waste their life on is like you you you're not in with the no. You're in there That's reading right. your books and thinking thoughts and working. Seriously. Jobs when you should YouTube. be knowing about the cinnamon challenge. Go, go to YouTube and there's like 500,000 videos of people choking. Who on cares, Bo? This is why the internet's <laughs> fucked because people like you are glued to their screen. We eat the cinnamon. I must know. No, but now I must know. So what's the deal? The cinnamon thing. The cinnamon <laughs> challenge is you record yourself. We could do it right now. Go get a spoon and your cinnamon. Put a spoonful in your mouth and let's see what happens. Just Eat like it. don't go do just it. Try it, and you'll be like, it tastes like bitter and not like how it smells. Do I it have makes, cinnamon? It makes you choke. It yes. could potentially Jessie kill you. Jesse cooks. I think. She, you have cinnamon. She won't let you. <laughs> like you just do. And yeah. that's like landscaping, crafting. <laughs> you don't like cooking, so don't do yes, it. I was gonna say the other landscaping, the the foodscaping. He's not very. I might. I might go you. have cookies though. There's probably cinnamon in them. I mean, cinnamon makes things good. But, like, you smell it and you think it's just going to taste amazing, but on its own, it needs to be mixed with things. Mm. 
yeah, and cut grass. Words. If it smells good, I don't think it probably doesn't taste that good. Are we teaching Crofton what cinnamon is right now? No, no. I, I've had cinnamon buns. I like cinnamon. <laughs> it's a spice. I get it. Whatever. Like, Go on. I, I'll, I'll, Go I'll on. have it. I'll, I'll have it sometime. What else, do you, what else do you know about cinnamon, Crofton? <laughs> people, people pour it in their cereal sometimes. You also right? know that most cinnamon is actually fake cinnamon? There's like <laughs> two kinds of cinnamon. Okay, and one's see, like true cinnamon, and one's this kind of other thing that's sort of like cinnamon. See, Hodgins, what you did just did there was <laughs> you did what the equivalent of Bo's nerding out about the internet was <laughs> with facts yes. and knowledge. So it's like now, now I'm presenting you know, I two books, One, I could become Bo and being like, "Oh, have you seen the latest online sensation about the cinnamon challenge?" Or two, I can become Mike and be like. <laughs> Do you know that cinnamon is divided into four different subgroups of cinnamon? I'm like, I, I don't know which way to go. There seems like no right way. Clever clogs. The <laughs> little... <laughs> That's me. You should be like, like if there was a narrator now, you'd be you like, are a clever clog. Mike's a clever clog. <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's like there was that episode they go to the dinosaur park or whatever, and, and, and he's he's pointing out all this stuff, and then and the guy is like, "My, you are a clever clog, you are aren't you?" Clever clogs. Yes, I am. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.